Small businesses are the backbone of America, and they help keep the Texas spirit alive. But did you know as many as 50% will close their doors forever after just five years? Well, we're here to change that. This is The Beef. We know how tough it is to be an entrepreneur today. We're giving small business owners a platform to share their story. You'll hear it all. The highs and the lows, the good and the bad, and everything in between. This is The Beef Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing in partnership with Community Bank of Texas, an FDIC member and equal housing lender. Oh, yeah, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Beef Podcast. As always, I'm your host, John Kelly, a.k.a. John the Marketer on Instagram. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. Send me a message. Let me know you like what's going on here. In the studio today, I've got Pierre with Mighty Medic Handyman and Carpentry. Pierre, welcome to the show. Howdy, howdy, and thanks for having me on, man. Man, I'm telling you right now, this is like episode 21 that we're recording, and Every single time I say the same thing like a broken record. I'm so excited to have you here. But of course I am because you're a friend of mine. You're a co-worker of mine in the fire and EMS realm. And uh, the work you're doing is just really good stuff. So I'm excited to hear the story and hear about you in a way that I haven't before. And to get this story to the listeners. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I know awesome. what you're not excited for What's is that? how freaking busy. And you are excited for it. But it's so stressful how busy you've told me you've been. I know we were supposed to get some work done, ran into some issues on our end, not on your end. We had to book you out about a month and a half or so. And then I told you, man, I'm really wanting to get scheduled on, if not that, some other stuff. And you said, bro, I'm booking into February, March. Yeah, that that's exactly where I'm at right now. I've had to create a small like, little narrative when I talk to people and are asking me, hey, uh, are, are you free soon? I'm like, uh, Unfortunately, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. <laughs> like, uh, I'm currently in... February, March. Like, yeah. I think like I just booked a kitchen island rebuild, custom build uh, for March. Yeah. That's killer, man. But <laughs> before we get all into that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. we do have to start out with our icebreaker question. Sure. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest person in the room? Ah, what's that that taco commercial where they lift a little girl up and there's a thing? She's like, why not both? Yeah. And everybody starts <laughs> celebrating. Yeah. I don't know, man. I would say I want to be the funniest person in the room. Yeah. Versus the smartest person in the room. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, that's my answer. Yeah? It is. Because first of all, I already know what it's like to not be the smartest person in the room because I'm not. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm humble enough to say it's a good thing to not be the smartest person in the room and a good thing to employ those that are. You know, the people that are smarter than you, you've got to surround yourself with those people and learn from them and then have them run the things that they're good at. I mean, we do that here at Beefy, like... Kara is better at social media than I am. That's why she's our social media girl, because she runs that part. So if I have questions, I go to her. John's our video guy. You know, I'm quickly becoming the podcast guy. Just I'm doing it so yeah. much. Yeah. But I had a lot to learn there. I didn't know what I was doing when I started this, yeah. you know. So we all have kind of our expertise, if you will. You're totally bringing in that EMS vibe going in right now on that. And that too. That, that's exactly how I like, that's how my practice as a clinician in medicine. Like just that's how I work. Yeah. Always. Always learning, man. Every single day. When I was an in charge on an ambulance, that's, I had basics that would be like, well, I'm not trying to, you know, say like, I know more than you or do this. And I'm like, just spit out, spit it yeah. out. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying on this respiratory, did you want to do CPAP? Yeah. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes, I want to do CPAP. Get the CPAP out. Jesus. Man. Yeah, Dude, I forgot. I, I literally just had a conversation <laughs> with a partner of mine I was training up and she's like, well, you think you're in charge? I'm like, no, 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 no. 
you got to understand, we're on a scene. It, it's me and you. No one's going to look at the crew and say, oh, he's, no, 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 it's us. We're yeah. a team. We're the one doing. If you have an idea, shout it out. Because I might look over something that you, I wasn't even seeing. So yeah. hundred percent. All about that, man. All day long. Yeah. We don't have to be the I'm smartest. also a huge jokester too. So that's kind of. And I mean, you know, slides. you know, especially <laughs> that I am. And uh, I'm the same way. Like the last thing I would want to be is not the guy in the room that's making people laugh. And having fun. Yeah. And that's one thing they talk about with John, the marketer, every, every meeting that we go to with like the chamber of commerce and all that stuff, it's always, Andrew's like, how are you always the center of attention? I'm like, I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah. Like this is a business meeting and it's a network meeting and I get that, but I'm still going to have fun while I'm doing business and networking. Yeah. It's, yeah, I want to have fun in everything I do. So funniest person in the room is where I'd, I'd land for sure. I'm in my choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before. Yeah, we get started. Yeah. As always, I've got to talk about our sponsor. So I don't know if you know this, but we're sponsored by Community Bank of Texas. And Community Bank of Texas is an amazing bank here in Tomball and all across Texas. Obviously, they are amazing for small businesses. They help you out with loans. They help you out with banking, just answering questions for you. All of their staff and team over there is great. But they know that especially now, the experience and availability of your banking partner is crucial. And they're here to help your business. Their bankers have been working diligently to give clients the support that they need during these challenging economic times. As a business owner, I'm sure there are a lot of things to keep you up at night, Pierre. Your bank shouldn't be one of them. When you bank with Community Bank of Texas, you have the freedom to focus on your business commitments instead of worrying about the commitment of your banker. Community Bank of Texas is proudly committed to partnering with you and your business through it all. Short-term hurdles, long-term growth, countless new directions, because when it comes to doing business, Community Bank of Texas simply delivers a better banking experience. Community Bank of Texas is a foundation you can build your business on for decades to come. Community Bank of Texas, business banking, better banking, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, Pierre, who are you, man? Where'd you come from? How'd you get into entrepreneurship? I mean, just open up and tell us. Oof, man, that's a that's a huge question, man, because everybody asks me like about my background, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I've done this, I've done this. And like, well, dude, what what have you not done? So my background growing up, my early years, early 20s, I was actually a professional musician. I worked for Carnival Cruise Lines. I I traveled the world playing music. Like that was my that was my bag, right? I didn't know that. I yeah, no, like legit, man. Um, you go on my Facebook page and dive down the history archives, right? It's all in there. That's killer. Came back, started doing medicine, been a paramedic now since 2010. And interesting fact about Community Bank, that's where I first got my one of my first checking accounts in Crosby, Texas. There they we got go. A bank out there. And uh, you're not lying about customer service, dude. Spot on. Yeah. No, that's yeah, I, always. <laughs> I know it seems like the past three or four episodes we stopped and had to. I, I know, but we had to stop on these past three or four episodes and say, hey, all joking aside and, and not just running an ad here, but. These guys are amazing. These gals are amazing. And here's why. And you're not the first podcast guest that has said something like that. So that's good to hear. Nice. So yeah, man, I got my start in medicine actually out there in Crosby, Texas, uh, East D5. Got my paramedic in 2010, started working medicine out there with uh, a lot of good people, learned a lot of good things. But you know, I, I know we're focusing around the the Mighty Medic, right? So that's kind of where the name came from. People always ask me, why Mighty Medic? Or now that I've I've built a customer base of people that I don't know, right? You know, you start off with just friends and family, but now it's a bunch of people always ask, where did, where did Mighty Medic come from? And it's always nice to be like, I'm actually a full-time paramedic. Yep. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a full-time paramedic. I still work on the ambulance. I'm still running calls and people are just blown away by that. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that's where Mighty Medic came in from. So yeah, I mean, worked in Tomball, worked in Cypher. Now I'm, I found a home here in, uh, in Tomball, Texas at the, with Northwest Community Health. Love it. 
love it. I love medicine. Like that is my, I, I could not imagine myself doing anything else in the world outside of medicine. And here I am and running a carpentry business and anyway, it's no, but um, it, it all started off back in actually uh, the Harvey days. So Harvey hit Houston, right? Hit it pretty hard. And my whole house was completely shattered along with thousands of people here in the city of Houston. And it was around that time where we had a bunch of contractors that were coming in and doing that tailgate warranty, right? As soon as the tailgate leaves your house, gone, never see them again. And I'm pretty handy with my hands. I've done a lot of small projects, you know, growing up doing things here and there. And I told my wife, I'm like, look, we got to spend a lot of money to get this house back in shape. Trust me to buy the tools to get our house back in shape. And I promise you we'll have one of the best looking houses in this entire neighborhood. And my wife was like, okay, go for it. Because we were hearing the horror stories of other contractors and just like the terrible work they were doing and leaving behind and just never coming back. And so, yeah, I got my tools out, started building stuff. I mean, everything from the drywall to the baseboards, to the door trims, to the countertops, putting new cabinets in the house, backsplash, weights. I mean, you name it, I was doing it. Before that, friends were asking me, hey, man, your house looks fantastic. Dude, you got some, some, some tips, some tricks. Come help me out real quick. I'm helping out friends after friends after friends. And people were just surprised. Do you, you, you have a company, man? Is that what you do on the side? I'm like, nope, that's just what I do. Yeah. How do you not have a company? <laughs> I'm not going to own a company. Come on, me? Yeah. Not, no, not, not, not this little guy, right? Uh, nah. And then it's like, well, you should. And this, this little, this, this got put in me, what, 2000. 16, 17 is when the, when the notion started in 2018, 19, 20. People were like, dude, just start a company. I would never my never thought I would ever own a business ever. That's just not for me, man. You know, I, I grew up, I just said, you know, I, I grew up in the hood. Yeah. Right. Single mom growing up. It's, uh, you know, whatever. I'm used to just kind of diving down. And, and then the realization just kept coming to come. My wife who has her business. She does a few things on the side in sales and marketing and she's doing phenomenal, right? Shout out to her, by the way, because she puts up with all my stuff. There you go. <laughs> we always have to give a shout out to her. Always, always, always. But hey, it works on her favor too now because she's like, honey, I need shelves for yep. this. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Got you know, it. That's probably the scariest part of right now. My wife thinks that I'm just, I'm too dumb to work on anything around the house, which is perfectly fine with me because she still comes up with a good honey-do list. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can't imagine if I was a contractor like you. Never ending. If she's listening to the podcast right now, she's like, uh, speaking of that list. Yeah. She's like, uh, you're over here recording a podcast right, right, with your right. friend and I have shelves that were supposed to be installed. Never mind about the beer we're drinking. So yeah. Sorry about no, that. no. So yeah. So one thing I do another, some of the folks, and I just started surrounding myself with people with that same mindset, that same goal, right? Nothing against, like, you know, where I grew up in, but it, it was the hood, right? You, yeah. you, you come on out here where, where I'm living now and just my kids friends, parents, they have their businesses and this person has their business. And then I'm just starting to like, man, is it really that easy to have a business? Like it's, I started actually researching and, and doing the work and see what it looked like, what the tax things were, what kind of, um, you know, certifications you need and just what Harris County, what it needs to have a, a business. And I'm like, it's okay. It's not really that bad. You come up with the name, you follow it with, with the county and boom, go. You press the go button. It's easy. And yeah. I didn't realize it, but then that's the easy part is yeah. starting it, right? And that's, that's the easy part. And then comes the, wow, the monstrosity of work that comes behind it. However, so I got inspired by a bunch of folks saying, dude, just start a business, start a business, start a business. Okay, all right, I'll try it out. So I started off with this, uh, getting the name. So the original name for the company was supposed to be Wife Beware Home Repair. 
that was going to be the. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the way that rolls yeah, off no, no, the tongue. Yeah, now. yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was great. Yeah, and uh, we were going to have like honeydew lists getting done, but then it turned into like ah, I don't know if that's going to be great. You know, husband might get mad. You got this guy coming in. I'm like, okay, maybe it won't be. Wife beware, milf beware. I don't know. I forgot what it was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the original goal. Remember, I sat. I was, I was at station two. We were, we were joking around, saying milf beware, home repair. We're gonna have like you can pick out your outfits to come in, little fireman outfit. There you little, go. Like, yeah. And we're like, no, nah, no, nah, come on, no. Nah, my wife would absolutely kill me, and so would the rest of. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's still that's a, a really catchy. I mean, it, it flows, doesn't it? Sticks, it? Yeah. I'm telling you, it would have been perfect, perfect. <laughs> But your wife would want to kill you, and then other people's wives would want to kill you, and then they'd be like, "I'm," or I'm sorry, other people, her, their husbands would want to kill you, <laughs> and you'd be like, uh, "Well, I guess I'm not getting any work because I wouldn't hire you." Right, exactly. I'd have been like, "No, nah, I'm good." No, but uh, <laughs> it, it was just a huge joke, man, about the name of the company. Like the real names were coming out. That were I was trying to really like really focus on what what can I name the business because my thing is is marketing and strategy. Right, I'm a young guy. Well, I think I'm young at least. But only as old as you feel. So right? I'm like 85. And so as I as I'm looking at the trade that I'm in, right? This this carpentry, handyman, home construction type business. And I'm looking at the different people, the way people advertise, the way they look. And it's always like Joe's painting or Alfred's plumbing or something like that, right? And they have like a little sticker on the side of the truck with some information on there. I'm like, man, I, just, I want something that's gonna be a little bolder, a little more stickier, like just in case this thing wants to branch out and get a little bigger. Like mm-hmm. what what's gonna make my name known, right? And so I I sat down and dove down to it took a long time. I wanna say, man, maybe a month and a half, two months to come up with the name. Yeah. And I don't know where it came from, but Mighty Medic. At first it was gonna be like home like like medic repair or like home doctor or something like that. And then it turned into Mighty Medic. So all right. So checked it out, went on the make sure the state approved the name and everything, and sure enough, everything came back great. So I started up Mighty Medic, Handyman, and Carpentry. And based off of the things that I know for a fact that I can do, I can do drywall, got it. Painting, no problem. Baseboards, psh, got it. Bookshelves, easy. I say that. People are like, psh. What do you mean easy? Yeah. But it just comes second nature to me. I gotta, I, I, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it's it's nice to know that I can do this fairly easily and help people. And it kind of goes, it ties into that same principle of like that medicine process of like, here I am being able to help people. Right? So the reason the business got started that I, that I really, really considered it is, you know, as a first responder, okay, how many firemen do you know, man, that are working second, third, fourth fireman jobs? All of them. Dude, yeah. some of these guys come off the truck and they're like, oh, I'm headed over to whatever fire department I work for 48. I'm like, how, dude? Like, when are you home? Yeah, no, I just, uh, last week, last shift. Oh, yeah, this is, I'm right in the middle of a 96-hour shift. Yeah. Somebody said to me and I'm like. And yeah, you, you, you people listening, you heard that right. A 96-hour shift, right? When normal working hours is 40 hours a week, right? Yeah. Dude, medics, paramedics, EMTs, intermediates, and for those that don't know that when it comes to EMS and when you call 911, there's different levels of certifications. You have an EMT, you have an advanced EMT, and you have a paramedic. There's there are a little bit of differences. But as a paramedic or even as a fireman, right, you're, you're working your 24-hour job. You get off, you got to work somewhere else. So you never get away from it. You're, right. you're working at the at the hospital, the ER, you know, being the, 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 the IV king for the day, just starting lines on everybody, or you're working for a second 911 job, and you're, you're going to get burnt out. Yeah. Like I think what the shelf life of a medic is what five years. That's like why that? I do this part time. Yeah, this right. Podcasting and marketing and you know advising and all this because I got burned out. Because you're not thinking about fire right yeah. now. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're not thinking about it. We're, we're we're talking about it, right? But why you're but doing I'm not this? Actually, in that stressful, heightened state of awareness, not being able to sleep well. Yeah, it's totally different. So 
and even now, like, so at my position where I work at the, in, uh, at the department, people ask me, oh, where, where else do you work? And I'm, it's such a common question. Now, where, where else do you work? Do you work at the college teaching other future EMTs? Do you work for, I don't know, a different department? Do you work for a different city? Some guys work for the city of Houston and then work out here part-time. Yep. Like that's, that's just, a, it's a norm, right? But think about the impact it takes on families, man. My wife, she has to stay home twice a week by herself with our girls. Yep. Every week. My wife equates it to being a single mom without being a single mom. Yeah. Because she says two days out of the week, I'm a single mom. Yeah. I don't have you there at nighttime. I don't have you to change diapers, help with dinner. Yep. Pick up from school. Nothing. Drop off at school in the mornings. Yeah. Single mom, two days out of the week. And for a while, I was kind of doing the same as these other people. And I'd, I'd work 48, 24. So that was two days on. And then I would get off for 24 hours. And that is for the listener. Like they can't understand sometimes just... 24 hours off. That means that at 7 a.m. I got off on, let's say, Tuesday. And then Wednesday at 7 a.m. I'm reporting to work again for another 48 hours. Yeah. And then getting off and doing that 24 hours again. And, and then right back to 48. I did 48, 24s for like a month and a half. Between two, two agencies? Yep. Two different agencies. And it was, it was great getting those paychecks. But then when I lost my sanity and, you know, your marriage starts to take a toll and your wife's like, I'm doing this four days a week now. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Way too much. And that, that's, that's the dark side you don't see about medicine. You know, I, I put all that and I'm talking to the wife and I'm talking to her about starting the business and, and she wasn't really pro business right now. Like she was kind of like, ah, well, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. Something told me to take the opportunity to just jump into it. And the main reason was, and she recognizes this now, is that while I'm working Mighty Medic, I'm not thinking about that 78-year-old COPD year that I had to put in CPAP and possibly put them to sleep and put a tube in their throat. I'm not thinking about that 12-year-old drowning. I'm not thinking about the car accident. I'm not thinking about any of that. Right. None of that, right? I, I get to just work and something I love to do. I get to help someone else in a different format, and I'm not thinking about medicine. I'm not burning myself out running in the ER or running a different truck. It, it, it's, it's nice. It really is like it's and you're a business owner now. So you get to make your own hours allegedly until like projects, oh go, over, until projects go over. They, uh, what I find is I found yeah. out I thought <laughs> I thought going into business ownership, it was going to be great because, yeah, you're going to choose your own hours. You're going to be able to just do what you want to do. And then you find out, wait a minute, I went from working 48, 24s and griping about that to working 24, seven yeah. for myself. Yeah. I mean, with the event company, there'll be times I'll get an inquiry at 11 PM and say, Hey, we're looking for a photo booth for this event. And 11 PM bust out my phone. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me send a brochure. Let me create this proposal. Let me email that proposal and then shoot an email. Do you have any questions? Let me know. I'm available tonight or available tomorrow. Man, I've been on phone calls at midnight. Yeah. Oh, you're awake right now? I'm like, yeah, give me a call. I, I'm awake. I'm I'm gonna be awake anyway. And the beauty of that is that you know that and I'm on one side. It's like I'm used to being up at two three in the morning, just <laughs> pop right right up. Right, it just... shocks people. They're like, well, I, I can call you. You want me to call you at midnight? I'm like, well, that's fine with me. I'm just sitting here doing nothing anyway. So might as well call yeah. me. Like, yeah, not a big deal. There's two lies I told myself as I kind of grew older, and one of them was that that it was gonna be easier being a business owner, and and you know ultimately it is because our job is so high stress that it's like oh whatever midnight yeah. send a proposal have to go do this event it's, you know i got to go dj for 4 hours on a saturday and drink margaritas at a wedding and you know watch people dance and have fun darn what a hard job what a hard job but 
you know, then the other lie was as soon as I'm not an EMT anymore and I become a paramedic and get that pay bump, I'll only have to work one job. I'm going to be financially oh, yeah. set. Oh, dude. Oh, that's the biggest lie I ever told. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then almost doubled my income yeah. when I went to that. But yeah. then it was like, oh, so before you were living like poverty level, nine, 10 bucks an hour. And yeah. now you're making, you know, at the time this was, I'm old. God, I'm old. This was like, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I went up to like 20, 21 an hour. So I'm doubling my income and Wait, doing pretty years good. Ago. I wasn't like two weeks ago. Well, I know. The pay has not changed. But I think EMT pay has gotten a lot better. Yeah, a lot better. You know, and back then I was nine, 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, seven bucks an hour over here. Yeah. yeah. Working so for Millennium EMS. It was bad. Transfers, yeah. And uh, so I got that pay bump and I was like, man, this is nice. But this is how I was supposed to live. You know, this is where I should have been. Yeah as an EMT and we should be more as medics, yeah. you know? So yeah, crazy story we can get into on all that stuff, but let's keep talking about mighty medic. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so then, so, so now I am here, I am doing, doing mighty medic stuff. Right. And and this is the early, the early, this is, I say the early stages. It's only been a year, one year I've gone. It's, it's going to be changing the name of the company here pretty soon. But you know, the, when the beginnings of this, I'm working on someone's drywall, just, podcasting, listening to a podcast, uh, MCRIT's one of that I like to jam out to for just medicine in general, or, or listening to uh, the Beef Podcast. Yeah, you know? greatest podcast ever. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, but I'll sit there and just jam just jam out while I'm sitting there doing drywall work because there's nothing else on my mind. Yeah. I get to just do something else. And that's kind of where Mighty Medic's really starting to beef up at. And I'm starting, and I'm, I like to use a lot of people that are in the industry. Like for instance, uh, one, of my, one, of my, one of my main guys, my my my, my right-hand man, uh, Joe. Uh, awesome dude. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, that's right. You met him the other yeah. day. Solid dude, man. Like he was also a former EMS and fire and dude, he, he's got a reach that knows no boundaries. He's my electrician, right? But like having Joe, who's a former EMS, former fire, right? We have um, several medics that I work with that help me out and painting houses and or, or doing some framework, but I use a lot of medics and it's nice because now I can let those guys do another job outside of having to work you know, bust their ass over here at working in the fire department, working in the EMS. Like it, it's, it's, and that's where this thing's growing. But and you know, what's cool from a marketing standpoint on that too is, I mean, cause it's awesome. You're giving jobs to coworkers and friends yeah. that, you know, like you said, we don't want that stress when we get off shift of, yeah. man, I'm going to another firehouse or another EMS agency yeah. or wherever. But the cool marketing side to that is to be an EMT or a paramedic or a firefighter, you have to be background checked. Yep. You know, you have to go through, Fingerprints now for EMS. Yeah, fingerprints for sure. Some places require psychological evaluations. Like there's, depending on your agency, above and beyond what the state requires, that agency may require a lot more. So what's cool is now you're not just sending anybody in. Yeah. You know, and, and nothing against people because people change. So I have no problem with a felon working on yeah, same. Uh, my house so long as that felon is now changing their life and doing good. I think that's great. But here you have that security blanket of, you know, that these are supposed to be good people that are coming in because they've passed all. And the for checks. the most part, anybody that, that works on a job site with me, I'm so I'm, I'm an owner operator. I'm there. Yeah. I'm not subbing out random, you know, Joe Blow from down whatever, but I'm the one doing most of the work. I might sub a little bit on like with Joe. He's one because he's one of my main guys, like a lot of electrical stuff. That's his wheelhouse. That's right. not mine. So I don't. Gotta, I don't have to be there for some of those, but however, me and him are usually there the entire time. And speaking, you, you said about, about the mental part, one of the coolest parts about this job and part of the marketing on it as well is, and there's a big paycheck coming up next month that's going to be donated. 5% of all my sales 
goes towards mental health. That means, I want to cry, it means so much to me. Yeah, I'm with you. Because that's one of the most underserved in mental health, man, yeah. in EMS and fires. The Beef Podcast, I've had several mental health companies or nonprofits on so far. Uh, you know, I, I say this all the time. So the listeners that are listening right now don't think that the way we record is we record an episode and then that episode launches depending on what's going on. Like right now it's Black Friday, 2021, yeah. right after Thanksgiving, because we're both crazy and decided to come to work today. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this may air in three weeks. Yeah. This may air February of 2022. Because I've got enough episodes that we're booking out to March as well. You never know when it's going to air. But so far, regardless of how it's actually going to air, man, I've had Mosaics of Mercy, a nonprofit that that's what they do is they connect people who need that mental health help. Uh, and on that podcast, I think I'm trying to remember what they said, but I think that Texas ranks like second to last for available mental health care for people. Like we're not doing it right here. It's got to change. So yeah, that's it's, so important. It's slowly changing. It, yeah, it's getting like my, my department that I work for is all about it. Like they, they they've done a lot of strides for that. Chief, I've I've seen some stuff on LinkedIn with Chief Bayani, and and that's one big thing. He's like, let's normalize checking in on your people when it's just to check in, not to say, hey, there's a problem with your report, or hey, that last call you did this wrong, just to say, hey, that last call sucked. So and that's been the mindset for the last twenty years in medicine, like yeah. where where it's just like it sucks and suck it up. Yeah, move on. It, it really has. And so, Ironclad Wellness, Jason Corthell, it's another person we've had on. Uh, I think he's going to be one of these episodes coming up after the time we're recording now, like episode eight or nine, ten, something like that in December. And that's what he does. Is it's all first responder based mental health help. So that's probably somebody I need to get you in touch uh, with. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I mean. Last, uh, not last year, year before last, I had probably one of the biggest calls I've ever had in my life as, as a medic, you know, 10 years doing this or well, 12 years now, but to a medicine, the biggest call of my life happened about a year and a half ago. It's almost years ago now. And if it wasn't for that help, for lack of a better word, I'd have been fucked. Sorry. Like mentally I'd have been gone. I was, I was gone. I was checked out. I was... There was no sound like as as good as my practice or as bad as my practice is. After that one specific call and everything that happened on it, I was done. Yeah, I, there was no way. There's no way without the help that I received mentally wise. There's no way I'd be in this industry. No way, not at all. I was uh, first on scene for my mom when she went into full arrest, mm -hmm. and I wasn't even on the truck. I was just at home. She was next door at a neighbor's house where she was living. They were in between moving from Pasadena back to the Waller area. Mm -hmm. And so she was living next door to me with my grandmother and my aunt just temporarily. And I got off work that morning at 7 a.m. from Pearland Fire Department. Drive home. I'm sitting on the, on the couch reading a book, just chilling, relaxing as we do when we get home. Everybody's asleep and stuff, you know. So I'm like, all right, this is perfect. I'm going to relax, kind of come down off of my shift, get my, my body back right. And then I get this knock on the door and my mom, she was fully disabled. She had COPD, emphysema, all that stuff. So medically she was disabled. And my aunt was at the door and she said, Hey, uh, come check on your mom real quick. She's not breathing. And you know how it is when you become a, a paramedic or an EMT yeah. or anything, you're now a doctor for your family. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so come check on your mom usually meant like, She's sick. She needs to go to the doctor, yeah. but you got to come tell her, hey, I'm not a doctor. Go to your doctor. And then she's going to do it. And she said, son, I don't think she's breathing. And I said, oh, shit. I'm barefoot. 
and I go running next door and sure enough, man, you know, just how we see it all the time, fetal position in the bed, cyanotic. Unfortunately, at the time, I, you know how it is, first of all, when your adrenaline's pumping and then when it's your family, it's different. Now I know it was apneic breathing. So for our listeners, she wasn't really breathing. Her brain was just reflexing and saying, um, I don't know, I was supposed to breathe like eight times already and I haven't. So let me just try and gasp, you know, but at the time I just took it as, okay, she's trying to breathe. Even though I knew in my training as an in-charge at a progressive department, she's gone, you know, so I pull her down, start CPR, 15 minutes of compressions by myself until, because we didn't have that station opened up in Cyprus yet in Tomball, Cyprus area. So I'm by myself till precinct four shows up. Ladder two, about 10 minutes away on a good day, but with traffic 15 minutes away, ladder two and medic two pulled up with Northwest EMS and Tomball Fire Department right after that and took over. And I'm just like, I'm just at a loss, you know, so I, I get full report. And then Pat Casey was on uh, supervisor that day. And they're all like, hey, so where's the family? I'm the family. I'm her son, you know, long story short, I know we've gone on a tangent here, but she winds up, we get a pulse back somehow. And then of course she's brain dead. Family comes, says goodbye. We choose to let her go. But that was the most stressful thing I've ever been through in my life because our nightmare at home. I mean, I check on my kids almost every night before I go to bed because I just sit there and think about things. And I'm like, all the stuff we see, all the things we know, I don't want it to happen at home. And then that was my worst nightmare. It happened at home. And man, talking about mental health and mental struggles. I mean, I almost got out of EMS right there. I was almost done. So I agree with you. All that to say, it's awesome Mighty Medic is doing something for mental health because it's so important. I'm not going to get off on a tangent, but I can't, <laughs> I, I can't take my girls to doctor's appointments. Yeah. I can't. There was one time, I, I'm, I won't go too crazy on it, but I was, the, my daughter was getting blood work done and they're like, hey, just go, go calm her down. I, I go to the, the, to, the, to the head of the bed to calm her down. I'm like stroking the back of her head. I'm like, it's okay, baby. It's just a little small. Blah, 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 blah. And she's just screaming in pain, right? And I, look in her, and I just happen to look down at her throat. And like every kid I've ever innovated, which is put a tube in, just flashed in my head. I started shaking, like yeah. shaking. I had to step out of the room. The wife, my wife, the nurses are like, oh my God, is he all right? This was just a few years ago that I realized, holy shit, what just happened? Yeah. There's nothing I can do to control it. From there moving forward, I cannot be in the same room with my daughters getting medication, getting an IV done, getting nothing. If it causes them any, it, it, I can't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still working on that phase of the mental health stuff, man. But, uh, but yeah, so Mighty Medic, man, 5%. <laughs> Every cell, yeah, 5% five, five goes to mental look, health. Look, and, and, this and is this. about, this podcast is about personal stories, you know? So there's nothing wrong with going on that tangent and talking about it. And, and it all ties back in because Mighty Medic helps mental health. So who are y'all donating to? My psychiatrist that I worked with down in Pearland, Gina Dunkel. She's working on a, getting her nonprofit going. I want to give it to her because she, I work, I work with her awesome. personally. So I'm waiting for her to get to her stuff to get pushed through. If not, she already gave me the okay to donate somewhere else. And I'm like, but I want to give it to you, right? Yeah. Hurry up. Uh, right. Hurry up. Hurry up. Cause I, that, that yearly market, the company's coming up and that's when I'm making the big donation. Right. right? And uh, so I, I'm, I'm still on the air. One code green. Another one that's going up in there. Um, so uh, I definitely want to get with the guy you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And get with him. He's got a great outfit going, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that that's coming up. But yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm like all brain dead right now. I know. Like, that's all right. That's a good story. That's a good story. And, uh, well, yeah, that's, that, that's part of it. So with, with Mighty Medic and, and going back into that mental health part of it, yeah, that's pretty awesome that we get to work on people's houses. And there's another part of it. Like, I truly enjoy helping people. I know it sounds really cliche and things yep. to do, but like, that's one of the reasons why I'll probably never stop being a paramedic. Like, even if this thing blows up amazing, like, into like a, I don't know, just a crazy huge company, I will probably still work on the ambulance, whether if it's part-time or full-time, whatever. I'm... I can't give that up. Working on the ambulance fulfills me. Like, yes, we, we, we get our rocks off by having these big calls, right? We get excited. But the difference is I want to be there. I want to be there in your time of need. Like, I want to be the person that's in the room doing the work while you're freaking the hell out. I'm the one that's calm, cool, collect and take care of your loved one, right? And I, I take that same attitude and approach to Mighty Medic, which is why I have, I have a really hard time trying to subcontract. Oh, why don't you get somebody? I, I, I got a, a great painter, a great sheetrock guy. Yeah, I, I get that, but I want to do the work. I begged you for a concrete guy for months now. I got one. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I won't touch concrete, but. I don't blame you. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like you said, it's like, it's not my work. Yeah. I have to, I have to find the right guy that's, yeah. that's good. Like, yeah. Cause that's, I take that same approach, man. Every little small, small detail, man. When it, when it comes to like just building a cabinet, the 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 trim work, the carpentry work, the face, the way the knobs are, the way the lines are, all that matters to me. I'm such a perfectionist, right? And so, like, I even had one of the fire guys reach out to me. Oh my god! Since started this company, I've heard so many horror stories from friends. Yes. Like just recently, I one of the fire guys. I came out of the house like, dude, I had this guy come out. You know, he he painted our cabinets and. Then, we, we paid him the spray, but he freaking rolled them. And, and then now we're missing doors and da, 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 and the company just, they, they just got up and left. I have nothing from, I'm like, what, what? And so I'm, I'm helping him put doors on his cabinets and showing him how to do it. I mean, I'm not charging him anything. He's a, he's a good buddy of mine, but it's like, I hear horror stories, dude. I, and then I look at the quality of work. Some of these guys are doing, I'm like, you paid, you, not that you paid how much for this. Cause I respect everyone's level of, of payment for their jobs, but I'm like, like they, that's acceptable to you? Like, not to you, but to that person. I'm like, wow. Well, and if I'm going to pay above, yeah. you know, what the normal would be or even at the normal, I expect 100%. Top-notch work, yeah. yeah. And so I, I take that same approach to people's houses. Like, if I'm going to build your cabinets, I'm going to make sure they're absolutely spot on. If I'm going to, you know, put your sheetrock off, I'm putting lights in your house, I'm going to treat it like it's my house. Like, that, I take that personally. Like, I, I, I want to do a really good job, not just for the name of the company, but that's... That, that's just my style in general. So, yeah. Speaking of booking, yeah. February, March is kind of what I'm looking at right now. I got a few jobs. It's, it's, this thing's transformed from small handyman jobs of like, hey, can you like change out this faucet for us? To, hey, can you rebuild our whole entire bathroom vanity? Including, I want to put trim out this. I want to put a cabinet here. I want to da, 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 da. And it's just growing and growing. And the amount of work, it's actually more work for me to run a business than it is to be a paramedic, yeah. right? Uh, but that, that's that's what we're here to about. Talk about the actual working time of this man. They don't tell you about the the nights you're spending doing estimates, quotes, material costs. Uh, I mean, labor now, invoicing. I mean, dude, it's ridiculous trying to track everything. Yeah, and then as a business owner, you got to think about your website, SEO, graphic yeah. design for your shirts. You know, yeah. who's going to embroider your shirts? Um, how are you going to market your company? How much money are you going to put in for a budget for marketing? And then, you know, on top of that, just everything else that goes into it, when are you going to have to do warranty work if ever and send people out? Like, yeah, well, you know, there's so many things that go into it just beyond, oh, let me show up and build this. 
Yeah, no, it's it's way more than that. Uh, research and development for the project. For example, someone's like, hey, yeah, I want to build this deck in the backyard. What are you thinking? Can you give me a quick number? I was like, I, I can give you a rough, rough. I got to look at price of material. I got to price out your length, your, your width. I got to draw it out. I got to make sure we're right. I mean, everything down to the nails, to the to the, to the joist hangers, like everything is, that's all research. That's all, that's the time that it takes to do this job. Yeah. Above and beyond actually building it. It's similar to our event company. It's like, you know, like I said earlier, I, I get paid to show up and play music for four hours and drink and have fun. And, but that's not it. You know, because before then, I got to research all of my equipment and make sure I have top-notch equipment, make sure that equipment is in good working order, make any repairs on that equipment, pack all that equipment up, unpack it, and set it up, tear it down, load it back up, bring it back to the office. Plus, I've got to prep for your wedding, so I have to sit there and and actually, you know, put a playlist together, all that kind of stuff. It, it's crazy. You said marketing earlier. Having a company like you guys, man, can just take that just take that brain power away from me. Like, can you guys help out with the marketing? You guys help out with the website, help out with this. And like with me, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to need all of that. I'm going to need the shirts. I'm going to need the logos. I'm going to need the stickers. I'm like, you, you guys are a one-stop shop for all of that, which is phenomenal, by the way. <laughs> phenomenal. Because I'm going to put in an order for like 30,000 shirts. Okay, maybe not 30,000, but maybe like 20. <laughs> Something close, like yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah like 20, just, whatever. But um, that dude, that's a headache on its own. Because then you got emails back and forth. What about the style? What about the color? What about the embroidery? Do you want a stamp? Do you want it this? What size do you want to use? What? Golly, man. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, running a business is a lot. That's for sure. So, I mean, you do everything, you know. Um, that's why the name is is kind of changing. I know I was talking to Joe about that. That it's just, we don't want to just be known as handyman. Correct. You know, we do, not to say you do literally everything, because there are some limitations, but pretty much... I would say our listeners, if they've got some work around the house that they need done, whether it's building in new cabinets or building in bookshelves. Putting lights or, is a big one. Yeah. Recess lighting. Uh, people just have... Uh, one of our guests, John Chambliss, didn't you do that for him? Yep, I did. And uh, in his uh, kitchen, actually. So some of these houses come in with these, like the, the big bulb, uh, what is it, the fluorescent lighting. Mm-hmm. And so we'll take down the fluorescent lighting. Some of them are like, some of these houses are built in the 80s, have them like built into the ceiling we'll patch that whole hole up, make it like it was nothing there to begin with and put recessed lighting around the kitchen. Like just recessed lighting in their attics or just putting lighting where it wasn't there before, or adding outlets outside. Or uh, Joe recently put a, um, he added a second breaker sub panel for someone's backyard. They're building this massive backyard. Like he showed me pictures of yeah, that. Gorgeous, gorgeous backyard. They're building like this whole outdoor, like just lounge area. And we put the sub panel in for them so they can have all the electrical they want in the world. I've built outdoor kitchens. I've, I mean, the, this has gone from a day or two project. Oh, I'll come by, just fix your doorknobs real quick to allow every single project's now a week, week and a half in length because we're working with uh, the gentleman who works with Zoom, outfitting his entire conference area. We're doing, we're, we're building him a, a half bath up, above his garage, right? To do his studio. And I told him I'm going to put a, a TV in there with a little like mini bar for beer. There you go. So while you're in the restroom, you can play some video games. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm I'd doing never that. come out. Exactly. I just always be in there. Right. Just knock on the door. <laughs> Where you at? Busy. Yeah. Trying to not work. <laughs> uh, I mean, just to give you some examples, I got, uh, we have two houses we're going to paint and we're going to install crown molding on. We're doing whole house painting out in this area, out in Artavia, in the Conroe area. Backyard kitchens coming up, kitchen islands, cabinets, shelving. I'm doing a bunch of niche displays. Like it's, it's crazy. I have a homeowner right now I'm currently working with who 
got screwed by a contractor. The work is not up to par to what, what was promised and pretty much just stepped out and walked away. So talking about that, because this is the video you uploaded on Facebook, right? Yeah. So one of the big things that we're really huge about here at Beefy is being a resource first for the community. And that's something I want to get across to listeners is you can support a company by doing more than just paying them. You know, you can like their status. You can um, comment on that status, share that status with other people. But what makes it even easier to share and get involved with Mighty Medic on Facebook is the amount of resources that are there of, hey, this is what you need to look for. Because on that video, for instance, I learned, you know, we have a laser level here at Mighty Medic and here's why. Yeah, Because exactly. this is what you do and this is what it looks like. This is what the old contractor did. You can see it's off level here. It's off level there. Now I can see that and this is what we're doing to fix the problem. So you actually learn. So some of those, um, those folks out there, guys and gals that are like, hey, I'm pretty handy myself. I don't need to hire Mighty Medic to come out maybe for the whole project, but just to help me on part of it, you're going to learn from following you and just watching your videos and, and hearing that. And it's it's not funny, but it's awesome you mentioned that because I'm going to start moving towards that in 2022, like just kind of a little bit of how-to videos, how-to this, how-to that, because I don't want to just... Like, I don't mind coming to your house to do the work for you, but if you're handy, like if you could do stuff on your own, learn from my channel. I like during the freeze... People were like, oh, I have brown water, brown water, brown water. So I made a video that was like, hey, guys, look, check out your faucet. Open up the tip up, take it off. You have a little bunch of mineral that's built up in there. Empty it out, put it back in there. Boom. Perfect then. Yeah. That video got shared, I don't know, like, like uh, 20 to 30 times. Like, But that was when I was early on. And that was cool because people were learning from that. So I think the 2022 approach with Mighty Medic, Handyman and Carpentry, it's probably going to be changing here so- shortly. But um, the, the go-to is I'm going to have little go-to videos on how to do simple stuff at the house that you can do. Change a light switch, change a light bulb, like not light bulb, but how to, if you have lights that you want to turn into recess lighting, there's a simple kit you can get from Lowe's that adapters to do this for you. Like yep. little things like that. If you're handyman, psh, come on. Well, what's cool is there's people like me that I love to learn that and watch it. And it's not that I can't do it, but I have zero patience for it. Yeah. So I would rather just hire you, yeah. you know, so you're still going to get those people. You're still going to get the business. It's yeah. not like you're just giving away all your secrets right. and now you're not going to have work to do. Because I may know how to do that now, but when I want you to build something around it that looks really nice, I'm going to have to have you do that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's good to be a resource first. Where else can we support you besides Facebook? Are you on any other social yet? Uh, man, to be honest with you, I'm kind of a dinosaur when it comes to that. Yep. Uh, I'm, because of the, how, because I'm not huge just yet, I've I've limited myself personally to pretty much Facebook. I need, I need to do Instagram. I need to do... Uh, you need TikTok. I need and do you need TikTok? I know that Dude, that's. I, I I refuse to download TikTok on my phone. I know because if I get it, nothing will be accomplished. Oh, a hundred percent. So I was the same way. I started out as that that guy that was like, "I'm never gonna have TikTok. That's dumb. Why would I have TikTok? That's just a dumb waste of time." <laughs> and then I saw some videos people were showing me, and I was like, "Hmm, you know what? <laughs> it's funny. I'll just download it to watch it without nah, having man. an account. No, but I'm no, not. I'm not gonna have no, an account. No." And then I was like, ooh, man, I really like this guy's work or this girl's work. Like, I like what they're posting. I want to favorite them. I want to save it, you know, subscribe. That way I can come back and see more videos from them. All right, I'm going to create an account, but I'll never have videos. So you're saying, you're saying <laughs> do the account, but not not for purposes of marketing, like to make myself bigger, but just purposes of just for entertainment purposes. Like hey, It's just not only for entertainment doing. because it can be funny and entertaining. Um, I saw y'all's commercial. Oh, you like that one? Joe showed me the commercial for 48 straight that y'all filmed. Yeah. Bye. 
Right through, yeah. We have um, so many, did you hear so many ideas of commercials? And I'm like, Ugh. here's what's great about TikTok from a marketing perspective is that it's all of it. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's informational. You learn from TikTok sometimes. And all of that stuff has their own TikTok, huh? niche subscribers. And those really? subscribers are loyal sometimes. And um, so you're going to be able to attract all of those people. The ones who are there because they want to learn from your channel. The ones who are there because they want to laugh from your channel. All of those videos are going to do well. And they're going to serve a purpose. And it, it will help you in marketing. Question for you. How much personality can I shoot into my marketing stuff? You should do 100% of your personality. Because... I mean, I could post some pretty funny shit. Branding is all about connecting with your audience. That's what it's about. And, and that's why this podcast is so big for us is because it connects you to your audience. People now know when they hire Mighty Medic, oh, wow. Okay, so this guy's a medic. You know, he's done, um, I mean, you didn't even talk about, you used to do volunteer fire, right? Yeah. So you used to do fire stuff as well. And not just volunteer fire, like, don't get me wrong, every volunteer fireman's great. And the majority of fire still volunteer. I'm not knocking volleys at all, but like real volunteer fireman stuff. You were in a busy district and Barry. you had like HFD guys around you. Oh, we burned like and crazy. Like well, yeah, well-respected, well-known there in the industry. Absolutely. You know, so you've been around and it's like, now I know that about you. And then the funny wit, you know, that comes out of you. It's like, okay, cool. So when he comes to my house, it's not going to be this stuck up like business presentation. I can cut up with this guy or I can grab a beer out of the fridge when he walks through the door. Speaking of which, <laughs> I've had, I had a client, man, who can't, they're, they're from uh, Kentucky. They wouldn't have been in town for a few months. I'm like, have you, how are you guys at the barbecue? And they're like, we haven't had any barbecue. Are you what? Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't had barbecue yet? How have you been in Texas for five months and not had barbecue? You know what? It's settled. It's done. Tomorrow, I'm bringing my smoker. We're making ribs. So you look at my Facebook post, legit, I sat there. We smoked ribs for them, and then uh, they, they made the sides, and we sat there for lunch and had Shinerbach. I brought him Shinerbach beer, and he didn't have Shinerbach before. Oh. So I bought Shinerbach, and I got ribs, and we had just a huge spread for lunch. And they're like, do you do all your clients like this? I'm like, well, if they ask. Yeah. <laughs> but all of that stuff is so good on a marketing perspective, and not selfishly to just say, like, I want to get more business. Yeah. I mean, you're already busy. So it's just to truly connect with your audience, build that loyalty up, and then they're going to launch you even further because people are going to connect with that and they're going to like it. So 100%. I hate to say it because I started out as that TikTok naysayer and now I have videos on TikTok and everything else I said I'd never do. So it's worth it. And you know, John, the marketer's on TikTok now. Beefy Marketing is on TikTok now. Everybody's jumping on the trend. We relate to it. Because we're not those types, you know, uh, personally. Well, by the time I jump on it, some, something else is going to come up. That's, that's... Hey, and, <laughs> and we'll guide you to that way if we need to. Golly, is Instagram still? Instagram is extremely important. Absolutely. Every one of them has their so own. right now. I know it is. I, I just know. don't get on it. Everyone has their own niche, you know. So each, each uh, social media platform is good for business for a certain reason. You know, Facebook, it's really good to share those status updates Here's the projects we're working on. Here's how you get in touch with me. Instagram is great for pictures of your finished product, videos of your finished product. Um, reels are just as big as, or they're getting close to being just as big as TikTok. And a lot of TikTok videos are on reels and some reels are on TikTok. It kind of goes back and forth. Um, but, you know, sharing like a time lapse of showing up, these cabinets look like crap. And just a video shot of you ripping out all those cabinets I need, I need the a finished GoPro, product. Dude. I need a GoPro or something similar. That I can just do a time lapse on because, yeah. yeah, 
I need that bag. And even Pinterest, you know, just your finished products for ideas. Really? Because people, they'll go to Pinterest and they want those idea boards of, okay, well, I'm thinking about doing something in my kitchen and I want it to look like this. And you've got 20 projects that look like that. And they can draw from that and say, hey, here's three images you shared. I want something where that's exactly what it is now like I, I, people would say hey i want something that looks like this or with this or with this it's yeah. like five different images to send it to me all right cool so i combine them all let's make this and like you need to talk to kara you need to talk to kara because she does all the social media stuff yes and uh you know she knows even more than i do which well, is in the office next time and i'm i'm here in town i'm gonna come over and chat with you guys yeah because it's it definitely be good for you to get on all those social channels i know every listener right now that's what they want they want to be able to go and support you on that because not everybody has a project they even need just done. just like like it man it's yeah. crazy about facebook the, the reviews you got to have like 30 something reviews to get your actual five stars though like for the longest i was asking for reviews 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 because i got I have zero recommendations now now we're good but all Super right important, well, now man. I know. so how else can we support you is that it right now that's about it man just okay. hop on there and like i mean uh, if you have a project that you're looking at doing that's not in a rush, right? Or, um, feel free to shoot, shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, I'm the one handling all that stuff. Uh, so you'll be talking to me directly and I'd definitely love to bounce ideas off of you. And unfortunately, we are kind of booked up through March right now. But however, I can guarantee you the work's going to be solid and phenomenal and amazing. And you're not supporting me. You're also supporting first responders. So um, something, is there a project you want to get in just shoot me a message and we can start the conversations now and, and start looking forward and start making plans and stuff. So that's, that's about it. I don't know. I'm scared, man. I'm scared to get big. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. That's, that's one of my, my uh, hesitations with. If you're not scared though, you know, are you really doing it right? I mean, I think you need to have a little nervousness. Yeah. It. I mean, there, there is nervousness and it's just uh, the, the growth. Yep. It, that And again, another part of marketing, the, the growth of this company, it's, I'm telling you, I, I literally have potential right now to create two or three groups of, workers to go out and do different projects but i'm 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 scaling back on purpose i don't know it's just it's scary dude to get big we, we got to push you over the limit it's it's about to <laughs> i'm excited for 2022 man do you want them to get a hold of you on phone numbers or anything like that to book or just facebook facebook okay yeah facebook if, if i have my number slept on the side of my truck i'd be getting calls like all the time from yeah. everywhere i go so I, I even have a qr code on the side of my truck that's how i my marketing wise so i got my logo my company name and the qr code so if you really want it you can scan it uh yeah just go to uh, yeah mighty medic it's uh facebook.com what is it mighty medic do you have it as handyman and carpentry yeah 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 it's, it's facebook yeah golly i'm mighty medic handyman on facebook that's okay. what i come into got it awesome man well i can't thank you enough for being here very informative. I love the uh, the stories we got into, the tangents we went on. It was worth it. I wish you success and all of that. I hope you get busier for, uh, <laughs> if nothing else, just for entertainment for me to watch you struggle on it and then be there to help you with it. Well, now you gave me the okay on the video, so yep, it's going to get pretty silly. Man, again, I just can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you listeners for tuning in every single week on Thursday as we release yet another company story. Please make sure that you are giving us that rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're still trying to get those ratings up there. Make sure you subscribe, like our content, share it with your friends and family. As always, I'll see you all in the next one. You've been listening to The Beef Podcast, sponsored by Community Bank of Texas, an FDIC member and equal housing lender. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. For more small business stories, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. To share your story, visit us at beefymarketing.com. Till next time, thanks for listening to The Beef Podcast.